Welcome back to the podcast. This is Big BJ checking in. Chair welding man involved in WWE style brawl on Alabama Riverfront turned self into cops. Beloved, that is the headline that we're going to have a conversation about today. How about that? How about that? How about that? How about that? What we are also going to do, family, is um, while we're reading this article, we're going to do like our open enemy do. We're going to think about all parts involved, and we're going to do it five years from now, all the way up to possibly 10 years from now, right? Because we know this Montgomery ball is going to shape things for the next 10 years. Now, why do I say that, beloved? I say that because of this. You know, when it comes to something of this magnitude, politics is involved. Law enforcement is involved. Everybody wants a position, right? If you look at the landscape of the great state of Alabama, you got four nice sized cities and you got an aging governor. She's an elderly woman, right? Kay Ivey, right? Then you got the city of Mobile, the city of Montgomery, you got Huntsville, and you got Birmingham. All have mayors. But it's only one mayor whose name is now nationally known, if not global, because of everything that's been going on in his city. And that's the mayor of Montgomery. Now, the way that they use these incidents is they use them to catapult themselves to the next level. So just I'm just looking at how the stage is set. I'm like, okay, somebody wants to be governor because this is how politics work. It's all about it's all about the next step up. It's cool to be a councilman, but damn, you want to be mayor one day. It's cool to be mayor, but damn, if that opportunity presented itself. And I can be governor. I'm going to go forward. It's cool to be a governor. But you know what? If I just play my cards right. I can end up at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. <laughs> the nation's capital sitting in the big seat. <laughs> if I just play it right, beloved. If I just play it right. That's what our people is going to be faced with in Alabama. Let's take a look at the article. The man spotted welding a folding chair as a weapon during the wild WWE style attack on the black co-captain of a riverboat trying to dock in Alabama, turn himself into the police Friday. Our brother Reggie Ray. Ray Ray, 42 years old, was charged with disorderly conduct and locked up in municipal jail, according to Montgomery police. Now we need our people to stand tall. See, this is the second stage of activism, right? You love your people. We made all the videos and support. We gave all the shout outs on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We did it. We made uh, comedic videos. We jumped up. We put that chair on the side of our waist. See, our brother came through for you. Now it's time for you to show up and come through for your brother. He got to get a good lawyer. Now, let me ask you a question because we are thinking people. You think he can get a good lawyer from Montgomery? 
do you think so i'm talking about a good defense attorney because if we just take a look right they're, they're charging them with this disorderly conduct right now but you know what when you start reading different different publications the word assault is start being thrown around and then i'm like well i don't think they can make it a first degree assault i'm not sure but then you start looking at different articles they start talking about how certain uh how these crackers were thrown in the water and i'm like well damn i'm not sure if that that can't be attempted murder that may be yeah i think that may be a, if you throw somebody in the water and they may not i'm like hmm <laughs> we got to brush up on our law i'm like where well, you throw somebody in a river in a lake how does that shit work what what is that you know because i we never seen nobody get thrown into the water until now and i'm like but well, damn what if that person couldn't swim then how would that would have worked out what if, what if they was injured and impaired and how would that would have worked out because you know there's several types of assault we know that in alabama of course first degree is the highest uh we know that it can be considered a class b felony um it could come with anywhere between two to two, what is that two to 20 years shit so we got to think like all right how are these folks going to play this game now we know that um the prosecutor is going to try to make a name out of this this is national news you think they want to give our people a slap on the wrist do you get let me say it this way do prosecutors get promotions for giving our people a slap on the wrist or do they get promotions for hitting our people with the book now you know the prosecutor in the gump in montgomery because montgomery has a lot of flavor beloved because they got that school that hbcu down there alabama state the hornets is there it's a lot of detroiters there a lot of our people from miami memphis is there then you got a lot of our people from chicago is there then you got the surrounding areas mobile is there Birmingham is there. Everybody's kicking it, right? So it got some flavor down there. Prosecutor, though, he wants a promotion. Prosecutor, though, she wants a promotion. This is what comes with the territory. Do you think that defense attorney, who's probably a country club member, is going to go up there and defend any of our people to the best of their ability? No, they swap niggas out down there at the judicial system. They swap you out one for another. They come in there and just put crazy numbers up there, right? Because, see, the way that these folks work, that's your defense attorney, they go into the room with the prosecutor. The prosecutor say, we're going we gonna to give them niggas 10 years for that. And the defense attorney say, really? Say, yeah, we're going to give them 10. We need you to work with us on this one. So the defense attorney say, okay. Then they come in the room with you. Mom and them put up the house and every goddamn thing else. They got that 10 to 15 grand for you. And then you go and say, man, they trying to get... They're trying to get you 20 years. And then now you're panicking. What? No, hell no. I can't get no 20 for that. I can't get no 20. He said, that's okay. That's okay. We're going to try to get it down to 10 to 15 for you. But you don't know that the plan was to get you 10 anyway. Because <laughs> you don't know those crackers work together downtown. They work together against you. That's how they play. They start high. And they play like they working it down to get you free. To get you down to that 15 to that 10 put them in the prosecutor talked about that 10 from jump street this is how they do down there brother come on this is how they do it down there sisters we know how they do us down there so let's just i'm asking the question do you think they're gonna be light on our people or they're gonna try to because it's promotion time now our brother ray ray 42 years old they got his name 
in the New York Post. You think that brother got his job? You think his employer did not get a call from the Cracker Association to say, you better fire that nigga down there. You better fire that darky down there. Or as the Italians would say, you better fire that moolie down there. That moolie got to go. You didn't think they get that call down there? They put his name out there on the front street. You don't think they got the call? He, talking about Ray Ray, became the fifth person charged in the violent melee. Though police previously stated that more arrests could be handed down in the next few days. Of course, more arrests is going to be handed down. You know how? Because our people down there, Bonquisha and them, is putting it on the phone. Giving the play-by-play narrative. Yeah, baby, get that damn video and take it to the hair shop. Take it to the barber shop. Let your brother see it. Don't put it on social media. You're tripping. Baby, you recording something that's illegal. If if poking them down on the corner making a $10 transaction, you ain't going to put them on camera, are you? We ain't going to pull the phone out. Because you notice how our people do. When it comes to a fight, we put the phone out. When niggas are shooting, we put the phone up. Because we know that is a more serious crime with these bullets going around than it is just fighting. But it's a crime nevertheless. So we're trained to goddamn cyber snitch on each other. Now, you got crackers on the boat. They're filming it too, but they're too far away for, it, for you to make out the people. But that's okay. Bone question them on the front line with the, with the phone up. Now, she should have showed it to law enforcement to get that people free. But damn, they go Facebook Live, <laughs> Instagram Live. Oh, now they can make out the people face and name because you up close and personal with the phone. You ain't bagging up from the fight. Our people walking into the fight, getting close, getting everybody on. I'm like, damn, is, are these niggas agents? I'm a conspiracy theorist. Maybe that's a different story for a different day. That's how they're going to make up the next couple of rounds that they're going to do. You think Reggie, who just turned himself into the police, just got bored and just went down there? Reggie got the call. Hello? Who was I speaking to? Yeah, this is uh, Montgomery Police Department. Is this Reggie Ray? Could you come down and talk to a week? Reggie made his way down there. <laughs> And I don't really want to listen. And if you don't know how law enforcement really work, please don't offer our people no reward money down there to turn them niggas in. Because <laughs> you know, niggas turning their grandmama in for that fifteen hundred. <laughs> Mary Todd, twenty-one. Richard Robbins, uh, forty-eight. Richard Roberts, forty-eight. Alan Todd, twenty-three. And Zachary Shipman, 25, were arrested earlier this week and all charged with assaults. No more job. No more job. Crackers want to keep their job. They work for their fathers. They work for their uncles. They work for their family. You don't. You work for your enemy. You're gone. Authorities have been on the hunt for Ray since identifying him as the man who used the chair to whack at least two white boulders. Not any old kind of boulders. Two white boulders. After they launched an unprovoked attack on Black Riverboat co-captain Damian Pickett on the Montgomery River front. The group was retaliating after... I don't like that fucking word. The group was retaliating after catching Pickett trying to move their platoon boat. What is the retaliation about? They just jumped on the elderly brother. They wasn't retaliating. They just jumped on him. That's not retaliation. It's typically when somebody do something to you, you do something back. The brother didn't do nothing to them physically. 
This mo- he's trained. He rigged at the dock. He can move all that shit around down there. Retaliating. That's interesting. Which they illegally parked in a designated docking spot for the city-owned Harriet to Riverboat, which was trying to offload its 200 passengers, police said. Now they got a photo of our brother. His mugshot is up after he turned himself into the police. But I ain't tripping because if he get it to uh if his family early in the game put up a, a GoFundMe, we're gonna support him. Because now we gotta put the money where our mouth is. Now, this is what black folk gotta do, sacrifice. See, we do love. The love part come easy. We do all the love, all the videos, all the posting. Now, when it's time to sacrifice and go into your pockets and pull out that fifty, a hundred dollars, hundred and fifty dollars, two hundred dollars, and do it. All the way up to it, it's enough money piled up where they can get a good defense. See, that's something different. But we're gonna look out for our people because that's just us. So you gotta go get. We talking to the Ray family. You gotta go get uh, to go, uh, uh, GoFundMe paid so we can help out with our people, right? Wild footage captured several white adults pouncing on Pickett in a WWE style takedown that involved punching, kicking, and shoving. And then it says the brawl ended with people thrown in the river, several in handcuffs, and a viral video of the massive brawl. Um, let me, I skipped that second paragraph. The fight, uh, the epic fight escalated when Pickett's co-workers and other bystanders jumped to his rescue, according to police. Shout out to the co-workers. Shout out to our people that got involved. I want to give a double salute to Montgomery Police Department. No, I don't want to say that. I want to give a double salute to the black officers of Montgomery Police Department because they did a fantastic job. They got everything handled. They rounded everybody up. I didn't see any pepper spray. I didn't see any tasers. I didn't see the, the electric, the little electric gun that they used. They didn't go into the, um, their car and pull out the nigga nightstick. They didn't go get the goddamn canine. Uh, nobody was shot down. We know if Officer Charlie, right? Officer Charlie O'Malley, he would have went out there. He would have been shaking like booty meat when he got the car. He would have shot three or four of our people down. The minute he seen our people jumping on crackers, he would have shot three or four of our people down. But the black officers of Montgomery did a fantastic job. I mean, they can't be praised enough. They should be the ones jockeying for a promotion because they handled that swiftly. Nobody was hurt. You know what I'm saying? I mean, some feelings was hurt. Some jaws was hurt. You know, some, some ass got whooped down there. But other than that, <laughs> nobody was hurt, right? How about that? Well, lover, we're going to keep an eye on this story. Uh, we're going to keep an eye on this story. I unfortunately predicted that um, that jail and jobs is going to be the retaliation of this open enemy of ours and uh it's coming into play but we're ready for it we just need the families of those that was involved to um to get the defense money ready through a gofundme page and i want to say this right i was listening to a sister on twitter i can't even think of her name she's like a conscious sister and i had to put something on the page because she's delusional when it comes to law one thing black folks can't be is delusional right see what happened is this there is a difference between hood justice and american justice everything that we seen beloved on that video was illegal 
You can't come off no fucking love boat, love ship, cruise boat, nothing, and whoop nobody ass, especially if there's something that has nothing to do with you. Now, we understand why our brother co-worker is going to be hot because they work with him every day. He a good dude. He's solid. But everybody else, when you see him Pookie and Ray Ray now, no, man, you got to stand fast, man. Just chill out. Um, You just got to chill out. You know what I mean? That ass whooping was warranted. Now we got to learn a lesson from this and we got to get on code. But we can't we can't record our people when they're doing illegal shit and turn and put it on social media. We can't even fucking do that. We be so excited about getting views and going viral. We put everything up on this goddamn thing. Doing the police job for them. Now they ain't gonna give you any promotion money. When they go up in promotion, everybody finna go up on this case. Trust me, beloved. Everybody's going to go up a notch in this case. Prosecutor's going to go up. Chief of police is going to go up. The mayor is going to attempt to go up. Everybody fucking knows his name now. He's all doing his press conferences and shit's national. He's talking about this. I'm like, oh, this guy trying to be mayor. He's trying to be governor. <laughs> He's trying to be governor. And then you look at the governor in Alabama. She's old. She's old. She won't make it another term, beloved. She's like up there with Biden, though. You know, she's not like Big Gretch, like the mayor of Michigan. You know, Big Gretch is young. She's vibrant. She can move around. They bought us some. I think they got. She, she got some buffs. She got Cartier glasses. She wears. She just, you know, when it's time to get voted in, you know, they imitate us as much as they can. And she got nice little business suits that she wear. Not the governor of Alabama. She's old fashioned. She wear pan suits. She's old. She's elderly. Somebody want that seat, goddammit. They want that that mayor's seat because the see the kickback, and I'm part of me, not mayor's seat, I meant to say governor. The kickback in the governor's seat is you control the state prisons. So if you if you if you haven't paid attention, let me show you how the South is ran. And I'm we're gonna close out here. See, the South is ran off slavery. Right? The 13th Amendment is a trap door so you can be a slave again. But in order to get you to be a slave, they got to get you in the jailhouse. They got to get you in the penitentiary. They got to get you in the prisons. And then with this cheap labor, they make money. That's on the front end. On the back end, the governors make the money with the pardons. Right? So they have the power to release a state prisoner. Now, that's like buying a nigga on an auction block. If your money is long and, and they are a somebody in state prison, if you get next to the governor, you can get them out. You think the governor just letting these folks out at the kindness of a heart or the kindness of his heart? That's a kickback. You're going to have to pay me to let these niggas out. You're going to buy this nigga out here. I ain't going to let them out. They buying them out. Nobody pays attention to this is the problem with when you're black because you're so poor you don't know how things really work. Nobody pays attention to how many people a governor is releasing per term out of the state prison. Now you know state prison, you did some violent shit up in there. I mean, sometimes I mean no, you did some violent shit. Because you go into the the regular municipal jail, if you do some like child support, you got some tickets, you're gonna go downtown to the county. You know what I mean? You ain't gonna but now you do some serious shit, some rape, some assault, some battery, some arson, some felony kind of shit. Oh, you're going to prison. But guess who can get you out? The governor can get you out. Not just for any old price. 
That's why you look at what happened in California. The Crips didn't put enough money together to get Tuki out. He had the death penalty on the Schwarzenegger's there. They doing all this marching and protesting. That politics don't march. They don't work off no marching and shit. They need you to bring some money down there. Then you get them all. You better put some money up. You want Tuki off? Bring the money up. We'll take them off the death penalty. We'll put them on something else. But that shit costs. He's the governor. Nothing is free and they got a backdoor way you funnel these guys the money. I'm going to leave it there. Let me all that, beloved. It's a different story for a different day. But I'm just showing you, you know, that's the kickback when you are the governor. The kickback is letting niggas out of jail. Letting crackers out of jail. That's the kickback. You know what I'm saying? That's how you make your money. On the federal level, you think Obama and them just letting all them folks out just because of the kindness of their heart? <laughs> you didn't think they got some money for them inmates they got out <laughs> Hey, look, Trump and Obama was letting everybody out. Oh, man, they just passed the law. Look, they passed the first step act. They just, no, nah, nigga, some money come behind that. First step, they let everybody out. <laughs> listen, listen. Trump let every dope boy out. The broke niggas ain't come home. Trump let all the major dope boys from Maryland and goddamn New York, Michigan, Illinois, whoever had the money. Harry O came home. They had some money. Everybody had some money. Came home. <laughs> One day, our people have figured it out. Peace and black power to your family. Oh, man, beloved. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out. This is indeed Real Black Conscious Forum Podcast, beloved. If your family is in the state prison, reach out to your governor, get some money together. And get him out. Until next time, beloved. This is Big VJ. Peace.